What's good, Denver? What's good, Denver? How are you? I hope you're doing great. Parents, are you adjusting to the school year or are you struggling like me? I had a conversation with Ozzo, our sports correspondent for the podcast this morning. He said, Dad, I don't like sandwiches. I'm like, what are you supposed to do for lunch? He's like, I don't know, fried chicken? I'm like, I don't, I'm not making fried chicken. And it was particularly discouraging because I pride myself on my sandwiches for my kids in the morning. So what I've been doing is I do my own pickled onions. I make my own dill pickles and then i take a store-bought pepperoncini i dice that up i put a little bacon in there i chop up some turkey on there and just dress it with a little salt and pepper and mustard toast the bread dude it's out of control it's one of the best sandwiches ever i don't like sandwiches (laughs) so that was my reality for this morning um however i know that as the school year progresses we're going to get it together it's going to be awesome um, anyway, I hope your, your day is going better than mine. We're going to jump right into events today, and we have a special feature after events, which are movies. And these are movies that are tangentially correlated with Denver in some capacity. I, there are some really good ones on there. I can't wait to get into it. Tom, how is uh, Troy? Do I have to have my um, camera open or on him like this in order to get him in? Um, let's see. Let's see if I go to you right there. Yeah, no, we're not and set up to get Troy right now on video, but we could hear him. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. If we get it, we'll, we'll work to get Troy on there because truly he is the, the looks of the crew aside from Olivia, of course. <laughs> Putting right, Troy out right. front. <laughs> Putting Troy out front. Nice save though. Yeah. I was about to just get up and leave. <laughs> How dare you? Just kidding. Everybody here is equally attractive in their own ways. But no doubt. especially Troy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think we're all the way in San Diego. I'm getting a creepy vibe from Ryan this morning. We'll have to no. get an official uh, ranking put together so yeah. we know who is the most attractive and who is the least attractive. Uh, yeah, we're, we're we're on video, so go to YouTube and you can you can vote. But it just don't don't submit those votes because I know where I'm coming in this in this uh, four way positive yeah. comments only though. <laughs> Good call. All right, I'm jumping right into events. Here we go. Okay, I got uh, several. Um, one, I'm talking about Friday, September 15th, 7 p.m. at Dazzle is the songwriting of Ron Miles with the Royston Five, which is Rudy Royston's uh, quintet. Uh, I'm sure his family will also be in attendance. The the Royston are absolute jazz legends in Denver. And they are honoring the music of Ron Miles. May he rest in peace forever. Love you, buddy. Um, also Friday, I believe, late night in their piano lounge is Tania. Um, shout out to Tania. She's a good friend of mine. And her piano trio is absolutely extraordinary. Moving quickly. Um, we also have a really cool event um, put on by the good folks at Rhino Velo. Uh, Rhino Velo is a, a bike shop at 34- 35th and Walnut. Um, they really specialize in creating vintage custom street bikes. So I've had, I don't know, five or six bikes built by Brian over there. Shout out to Brian. He's also a good friend of mine. Um, love you, buddy. And he, what he, his real skill set is taking like an old, let's say, what I like personally is the old steel Schwinn's. And you get that like customized with like a new fork, put some new uh, saddle on there, some new wheels, new handlebars, 
you know, I like the fixed gear ride. So that's the kind of um, stuff that they specialize in at Rhino Velo. I've also had some track bikes put together by him. Absolutely extraordinary place. Anyway, what they're doing on Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Saturday, September 6th, 3 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. is a what they're calling a C38 charity bike ride. So what they're doing is they're going to ride bikes from uh, Rhino Velo Bike Shop in Rhino all the way to the Rapid Stadium, which is, which one is that? Is that... Is that called Dick's? Dick's Sporting Goods. Dick's, I forget the name of that. Yeah. Whether yeah, Dick's, Dick's Sporting Goods Dick's Park. Sporting Goods Park. So, it's it's almost it's ninety percent like bike paths. So it's a very safe ride. However, people usually go over the the their handlebars at some point. Somebody's going to do that, largely because there's a very strong tailgate scene before the game and then during the game and then after the classic game. <laughs> so it's a very very fun time um if people are interested in just like a a wonderful way to to spend kind of this this pre-autumnal air do they spend that air um it's a great afternoon that'd be on saturday as well at 3 30 um and the tickets and uh, actually it's totally free i'm sorry you have to buy tickets to the soccer game but aside from that it's all it's all in good fun um so we'll link to that in the liner notes um, my next event is black sky brewery's 10th anniversary brutal bash i have a little bit of a, a metal theme uh this morning and black sky is an old neighbor of ours um our old office and studio was right at fourth and santa fe which is exactly where they are so we'd find ourselves over there for their their delicious craft beer many a time and the pizza there is also extraordinary so shout out to those guys happy 10th birthday that is so cool um we love that spot and i i mean honestly their beer is like very very good i love it last thing from me um is free ski film fest uh night one and night two which is friday and saturday night at 7 p.m at summit which is 19th and blake street uh tickets are 2250 and basically these are all the new ski films that you can see on the big big screen before they put them online streaming and wherever else you'll see your ski movies so that sounds like a really cool time particularly something fun to do with your kids and get them hyped up for the season which is just around the corner i still need to get a pass tom you got your pass yet i do not have a pass yet no i need to get mine too you're going copper i'm going full icon this year nice that's, that's the plan yeah i, I got to be up at steamboat a little bit more than five days this year so you got to buy the full pass yeah totally is the is the copper pass cheaper than icon pass yeah, but it's like $100 cheaper than the Icon Base Pass. So if you're going to buy just copper, you might as well just spend an extra $100. You get like copper, Winter Park, Eldora for an extra like 100 bucks. Totally. And then a bunch of other places in the world if you ever travel. But yeah, I think just the copper pass isn't worth it. It has its own like copper benefits, but if you're really just riding, it's not, it's not the right thing. Totally. I might go Epic this year just because I love Keystone. But mm. copper Mary Jane combo. Yeah. Ugh, it's a that's tough nice decision. Too. Keystone is so fun. I spent so many years riding there, like all throughout college. Yeah. It's so good. And it's just, you can kind of get away from folks, you know, yeah. on that backside. It's yeah. Great. The backside there, it goes so deep. Three peaks, like yeah. way, way back there. It's, it's amazing. so good. All right, Tom, why don't you give us your picks to, for the week? All right. So this week, got some beer events coming up. Hold on. Let me pull up my... Uh, little thing here so um 
The first beer event I was talking about is beer yoga at the Great Divide Brewing. This is the um, the Barrel Room, same place that they had that podcast Colorado Podcasters Meetup, if you cool. remember. Yeah, um, it's over in Rhino on the other side of the river. But um, yeah, get some free beer and yoga Sunday at noon. Uh, you get some complimentary beers if you pay for the yoga class. So that's going to be pretty cool. Um, this other event that I found, actually, I scrapped the other beer event, so let's switch to this, but Slave to the Deathmatch Weekend at the <laughs> Roxy Theater. This is the um, Primo's Professional Wrestling Group. So they have two days this weekend, the, um, the 16th and the 17th, where it's going to be straight death matches wrestling you can get over there starts at 7 p.m on uh saturday doors are at six actually dude sick yeah we went to one of the um wrestling events we actually sponsored one with kick a while back oh no way I, yeah, yeah thought did. i missed that <laughs> it was actually like the first event out of covid yeah, that was lucha libre and laughs oh, nice. this is um Primos professional wrestling, but Lucha Libre, all these local wrestling groups. One of my Uber Uber drivers recently taking me to the airport. She was part of these groups. She was actually about to go on a world tour. Yes, they were doing all Europe um, with their wrestling group. So that's super sick. But the uh, the tickets are twenty bucks, and it's two days. You can even buy a two day pass if you want for thirty bucks. Nice. So get over there. Um. What else do I got? Red Rocks for this week, tonight and tomorrow, Flume. That's Tuesday and Wednesday, Flume. Uh, Flume Rocks, always a big thing. Thursday, The Revivalists. Friday, Green Sky, Bluegrass, and the Teskey Brothers. And then um, Saturday, they got the Snowshape Winter Fitness Series. I actually didn't look too far into that. I'm assuming that they're going to be getting you all in shape for the snow this year. Saturday, again, you got green sky, bluegrass, and then Sunday, atmosphere. Oh, so cool. that's uh, that's pretty good. Little bonus, Monday, Tuesday, Arctic mon- monkeys because they are cool. And um, yeah, that's it. Let, I'm just reading in on that uh, snow shape, winter fitness it says, moguls are really just mother nature's stairs with snow on them. Get ready to ride and slide with this four Saturday Red Rocks preseason conditioning series specifically programmed for skiers, snowboarders, and winter sports enthusiasts. Nice. Moguls are demon stairs, really. Yeah. I'm not a fan. (laughs) Exactly. Neither am I. But this looks like it's going to be pretty tough. My daughter's going to Flume Show on on Wednesday. Oh, really? Yeah. There's going to be 50 or 60... 16 year old girls on a party bus going to the flume show to flume so you're feeling oh, like man. you know relaxed about yeah. that <laughs> <You're> totally <laughs> fine if anybody wants to sell me a ticket i'll pay any price and i'm gonna wear a mustache yeah. and dark glasses and just kind of like be on the perimeter so those tickets are hard to get too <laughs> I yeah i know they're gonna have so much fun but i am a little bit worried about it we had some conversations cool. flume, is, flume is cool flume is great it's awesome I saw Flume last year in New York City. It was good, but I've never seen him at Red Rocks. So yeah, it's gonna be sick. I would like to be there. Mm. I'm surprised they have him going on a weekday. Is yeah. that kind of just the thing there? Just concerts throughout the week. They'll do. They'll do any time of the week. Yeah. Yeah. So it just depends what days are available. But mm-hmm. the artists that will sell out Red Rocks will take pretty much any day. 
Like Flume's, yeah. Flume's going to sell it out no matter what day. They'll probably it sell it out both days. And two nights. Yeah, I think last year he did two Red Rocks <laughs> nights and a Mission Ballroom night. God dang, really? Yeah. It's amazing. So, also, by the way, Troy, we got you on camera now, so we'll tell. Amazing. I, I did some finagling. Amazing. <laughs> and you can you you got him on camera without without me being on mine. It's us it's us on Zoom. Oh, on nice, camera. dude. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're here on Zoom. Olivia, good morning. What do you got on tap this week? Good morning. I am looking forward to Michelada Fest. Ooh. I feel like Last week's conversation, we were talking about like the flea market Michelada vibe, and I was like really missing that. And then I found this is Have you been to the Mile High Flea Market before? Oh, yeah. Okay. I've never been there before. I, this is how I found out about it, but it's like full on flea market, like produce, shops, buy a guitar, buy a skateboard, buy a belt, garage sale, like everything from pots and pans to like vintage clothes. Um, and it's going to be Michelada Fest. And of course, they say on the flyer that it's the world's best micheladas mm. because you can just say whatever you want. <laughs> um, but yeah, just um, free event access with your ticket um, to get into the, or with access to the farmer's market. And then there's live music all day and just massive, like one liter micheladas. So, that sounds so much fun. Wow. That was the spot when you were a kid. If you want to get stink bombs and switchblades, you go to the Mile High Flea Market. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've been there. I used to live right over there, and it's actually really cool. Really? Yeah. yeah. They have so much stuff, and it's open year-round. Yeah, it's it's amazing. That is the spot. You could buy a carburetor for your car. You could buy, probably buy some high heels in various colors. I love that. You, you can, can get everything. Anything. I love, I am like so fueled by chaotic environments like that, <laughs> that I, I'm really looking forward to it. Plus, micheladas are fantastic because you could have like 10 of them. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like If you just, can fit them in your body, like they're very <laughs> filling. They are. Yeah. I'm not about the tomato Tomato I, flavoring. I don't like it usually, but in a michelada, I think because it's like a little bit spicy and has like more seasonings, there's chamoy on it. I Put some olives in I'm there. I'm gross about tamarindo and chamoy. I love there. it. You can get them there anytime. I'm sure that the festival is going to be great with all the everyone's different recipes and stuff. I'm looking forward to it. Sounds sweet. Uh, coming up a couple weeks out, we have the Korean Cultural Fest, which I'm really excited about. It's going to be at the Tivoli Quad. It's the first Korean festival that Denver has had. So, like, we've had our Sakura Festival for several years, but this one is new. Really excited about it. Um, it sounds like they have a lot lined up. Like, of course, you've got lots of food and shopping and artisans, but they also have what they're calling a K-pop dance battle. Sick. So going to find out what that is. Um, and there's going to be a K-pop performance. I'm not personally a huge K-pop person, but I'm excited to just, you know, take like the whole experience for what it is and check it all out. And then they're going to have cultural exhibit exhibits and presentations like both inside and outside kids area with Korean games and face painting. Fun. Free admission, fun for the whole family. It sounds great. And then my last one, I won't dive into too much, but uh, the Buell is doing Beetlejuice right now <laughs> until the 20th. So if you're getting geared up for spooky season, you're a big Tim Burton fan, you're a big musical fan, whatever, um, that's happening. It's there for you. And it's not, I mean, it's not local theater prices. It's like two thirds of Broadway prices. So. Oh, it's it's dang. not a mo the movie? It's no, like they're, they're doing, yeah, they launched a live production or it's a touring production oh, of cool. Beetlejuice. Yeah. Dang. 
So there's that. Yeah. Highlights for the week. Do you guys want to jump into that? Let's do it. Go into it. Let's go. Coolio. Um, my highlight is the Cuba Bakery and Cafe in Aurora. Mm. I love this place. And I'm not a huge rainy day fan, but this Sunday was a little bit drizzly. I woke up and I did what my roommates love for me to do on a weekend, which is chef up some chilaquiles for everybody. And then that like wasn't enough. Like for the afternoon, I went and swooped some guava cheese pastries and had that with a cup of coffee and it just oh. like oh, made my weekend. But they're in Aurora on Mississippi. They do the like set kind of lunch meal where you can get like the rice and the potatoes and the meat if you eat meat, um, the fried plantains. They do Cubano coffees if you want just like straight up rocket fuel. That's the juice. It's the bomb. Yeah. yeah. We should go there right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can grab like a beer yeah. with that for lunch. So. I did not bring lunch, so yeah. Mm, it is all the way in Aurora, but... <laughs> 10 out of 10 would Let's recommend. Go. Anyway, so that's me for the week. What about you, Ryan? Nice. Cubano uh, coffee. That's how I do mine. I think what, what they put the the cinnamon in the, like, the espresso, mm -hmm. and then it's just espresso time with, like, some, like, what is it, the uh, heavy cream or condensed milk. And oh. they put uh, brown sugar in the puck as well, so it's, like— Is that what they do? Yeah. Whoa. Genius. It's, it is jet fuel. It's very strong. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I love it. I'd be freaking out if I had that. It's so good. I've been to Miami a couple of times in, in the— uh, last last couple of years and th that's it that's i realized like cuban food is amazing and delicious but you're in miami you can get any kind of food but it's mm -hmm. like the cu cubano coffee that i really need cool my my uh, uh uh highlight from last week was music city hot chicken oh my gosh i heard about mm. this place for some time and um i was doing the, the hot yoga there at was it like third and and broadway yeah. um and i was with a buddy of mine we got out of yoga. I was like, oh, let's get something to eat. And I was like, yeah, there's something down here. So we walked down there and there's True Brewery and Music City Hot Chicken. I was like, oh my God, we can go check it out. Yeah. So it's in the back of there, right? It's yeah. like in the back of that tap room or whatever it is. Yeah. It's, it, you know, if we were talking about um, uh, uh, Black Sky, which is an amazing metal brewery, well, True metal or a true brewery is also a, a great metal brewery as well. And you know, it's extra metally because it's spelled T-R-V-E. You know what I'm oh, saying? Dang. They replace the, Z, yeah, the U with the metal. V. So you know you're going to have to wear some black and black T-shirts with some white you know, lettering on there to get mm -hmm. in there properly. And it's their beer is also very good. But in the back, in the back of this brewery is Music City Hot Chicken, which is kind of made in a, a Nashville style. Mm -hmm. And the Nashville uh, uh, spice is about halfway up their spice indicator. So you can get mm. some lights out hot chicken. I'm too scared to do that. I did their hot one. Did you really? Yeah. It's, it made me feel something. It was, <laughs> I wasn't like dying, but like towards the end, I was like, yeah, that one was good. That, that was hot. I tried them around the city and theirs, theirs actually was pretty decent, but it wasn't like, I, I didn't not finish it. Like if, it, if, something's, really, it. if something's really hot, I'm not going to finish it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, man, you're a brave man. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot then. I'll be like, if Tom yeah, got through this, I'm gonna go through it. If it still tasted good too. Like that's that's what makes it good to me. I'm like, looking at their Instagram. Hot, still they look good. insane. Yeah. The seasoning and the crust, absolutely A plus. Plus, sometimes with the Nashville, you know, they put they fry it and then what you put like the the butter and the chili oil on top of it, it can be wet. Mm. And that's not what I want out of a tendy. 
No. You know what I mean? I want it crisp. And they do it like that. It's like a nice, crisp finish. Absolutely extraordinary. The the, uh, coleslaw was amazing, and the French fries were really delicious, too. Service was awesome. So we hung out there, had a couple of beers, ate some chicken. And just vibe with the music and everything. And what I appreciate about them, too, is, like, they're playing, like, you know, dark, black, death metal at a mm-hmm. volume, though, that is still commiserate to, like, have a nice conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. kind of funny to listen to that kind of music at level three. Yeah. But it makes for a really Like, nice soft metal yeah. listening. <laughs> soft black metal, Cute. you know. But it's super cool spot. Shout out to those guys. It was awesome. Uh, Tom, how about you, buddy? Yeah, I'll go quick because I know we got about 10 minutes left, but um, Big Soda Lake, um, it's a little reservoir up by Red Rocks, actually, in Morrison. It's so nice. You can go over there. It's it's like a little a little uh, state park kind of area, one of those reservoirs. So you go in, it's like $10 for your car for the day, but they have Big Soda Lake Beach there. You can go over, you can rent your paddle boards you can rent whatever you want or you can bring your own stuff put it on the lake no motor boats on this lake so you're just it's a smaller one so you can just paddle around there's a bunch of people hanging out at the beach it's a really nice time if you paddle out enough into the lake you can get this beautiful view of red rocks like behind you and do whatever you want there you can have some drinks with your friends on the beach and that's what i did on saturday it was great Nice. Bear, Bear Creek is phenomenal. And uh, fun. The, I do a lot of archery there. I was there all the time with the kids. But um, there's a there's kind of a creek bed down, down along that connects the, the lakes. Mm-hmm. And some people have, like, planted vegetables there, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe years, but years ago, and they've spread. So if you go probably this time, you can probably find squash. You can probably find raspberries down there. You can definitely find celery and carrots. They're just, like, all over the, like, river area. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's really nice over there. You're like right up in the mountains, but you're not fully into them yet. Yeah. So it's really nice weather. I know that summer is kind of ending here in Colorado, especially this week. We're going to, I think one of our days, the high is 60 this week. Killer. So, nah, nice. Troy, Troy, what happened? how was your week, man? What, what was the highlight from your week? Um, it was good. It was a lot of fun. Uh, so my girlfriend's birthday was Friday and we got a room at the... Uh, Lafayette Hotel and Pool Club in San Diego, which is a new, uh, well, it's actually an old hotel. It's in a kind of a historic monument. It's been there since 1941, and it just went through a, a $31 million renovation Ooh. and reopened. And the wow. place is crazy. It's insane. They have, I mean, uh, restaurants, pool, bars. They have a bowling alley, an arcade, uh, insane food. They have like a 24-hour diner. Like the place is crazy. Uh, the architecture is crazy and it was a super, super fun time. Anyone who's ever in San Diego, I would highly recommend staying there and checking it out. It's, you can, you, you can get lost in there <laughs> for sure. The place is out of control. Nice. How were the rates? What did it cost you for a night? I think it was 387 for like a basic room. So Oof. not, mm-hmm. yeah, not, not like out of control, but, um, still a nice place. little spicy. It's nice. It's worth it. It's worth it for sure. It's, yeah, it's like, and the the interior of the hotel is kind of done in like a creepy, almost like haunted way. Like the wallpaper's creepy. The hallways are dark red carpets, red walls. It's creepy lamps, but it's like, it's, it's a vibe. It's super fun. Nice. Yeah. Killer, man. Tip of the hat to your Las Vegas Raiders. We talked about it a little bit, but we we should address it since last week. We we're we we're doing a little NFL preview, but I'd say the Raiders look like they got a good football team, and the Broncos didn't play too bad. All in all, 
I don't I don't like the L, but it was a, a, an exciting game. I yeah, I don't I don't want to get too excited off week one. I don't want to get my hopes up just yet. They play do play the Bills next week, who might be um ready for some revenge after last night's tough tough loss. So we'll see how that goes. If they can win that game, then then maybe some glimmers of hope will start start to resonate with me. <laughs> I, I, I feel your hesitance as well. <laughs> nice. All right, let's jump right into our feature. We're going to have Olivia go first. So right now, what we're going to talk about are just some favorite movies that are tangentially uh, related to Denver, Colorado. Olivia, what, do, what did you pick out? I picked out Black Klansmen, the 2018 Spike Lee film. And I love that movie. When I started, have you seen it, Troy? Yeah, I love that movie. It's a good one, right? And I um, mm-hmm. I actually didn't know that it took place in Colorado Springs. So this is a film that's been on my list forever. I think when it came out in 2018, it was like so poignant that I actually couldn't do it at that time. Um, so it just kind of got benched. It was on my list. But then when we decided to do this as the feature this week, it came up again. And I was like, oh, now's the time. So... I had a really good time watching it. It is a gut, I mean, it's a gut punch, right? Because it's real history. Um, it's real documentation. It's based on Ron Stallworth's memoir of when he was the first black detective on the Colorado Springs police force. And not only was he the first black detective, but he infiltrated the KKK, for those of you who haven't seen it. And so I think that on its own is so incredible that like being the first, I think somebody might kind of bulk it you know, putting themselves out there like that, like, but he did not tread lightly. Like he did, he, I mean, he engaged in one of like the riskiest um, investigations in American history. And they ended up finding out that there were like multiple FBI agents who were members of the KKK. And it's also in terms of cinema, like Spike Lee and Jordan Peele did this together. So they're both historically such political directors. Like, you know, that it's going to be hard hitting. They use the film as kind of like, a history of like race and film in some ways, like it opens on um, Gone with the Wind, and then they reference kind of like black exploitation films and all of these things, and then it's also really an educational journey in like the dialogue and diction how that surrounds bigotry and how that's evolved over time. But ultimately, I think that it's just it's just such a good piece of film, and. Uh, I think that it's ultimately positive because it really uplifts Ron Stallworth as this like American hero. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I haven't seen it, but I do know Spike Lee's material enough to know that I, then he makes it funny somehow. Exactly. <laughs> that. Yeah, I was trying to think of a good way to say that, but he manages to like take this incredibly educational piece of film about an incredibly hard topic, and then he always includes comic relief at exactly the right moment. Yeah. The soundtrack in that movie is one of my favorites too. It has an original yeah. motion picture soundtrack, and it's like I would just listen to it on my own without watching the movie. It's It's really good. Absolutely. Yeah. Good shout. It's really good. Well, that's all for me, folks. Um, What about y'all? Nice. And uh, Olivia, if you have to bounce, please do. I do have to bounce, actually. So I'm just going to let you guys finish this episode. But it's been a pleasure, as always. Thanks, Olivia. Bye, y'all. Bye. Okay, cool. My pick for the, uh, the spotlight is a movie called Inc., And Inc. was an independently released and produced film um, from 2009, written and directed by Jamin Winans. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, And this movie is absolutely freaking extraordinary. I would classify it, I guess, as science fiction. And let me see if I can do a brief synopsis of, like, the plot of this movie. So Inc. is this, like, trans-dimensional 
a dark entity, maybe like a demon. And he's trying to get into this club of demons. And they're like, dude, you haven't done enough. You haven't proven yourself to be worthy of joining our demon club. Mm -hmm. You have to do something. And so Ink and goes and kidnaps this little girl from this dude in the, the real dimension and brings it back um, into this like kind of kind of liminal area where he's trying to, to to bring this little girl back to the group of demons to give her as a sacrifice so we can get in the club. So anyway, there's these other entities that are kind of like in the the real dimension that are traveling in between the liminal state to try and rescue this girl and the way that they rescue the girl is trying to get her reunited with her dad. It's unbelievably cool. It's all shot in Denver and the cast largely is um, made up of, of Denverites. Um, and at the time, I knew a couple of people in in the movies. Um, Jessica Duffy, it, she has a, a, a lead role in the film. She was a, a buddy of mine's sister. And uh, Emmy Iquacor, uh was also in the movie, who was a brother of uh, a really good friend of mine, Uzi. Shout out to Uzi. Um, and and every a lot of people in this film have gone on to do like really cool things, particularly Emmy. He's in the the Marvel universe now. He was on like some Mar he's a marvel character it's unbelievable um but you can really see it particularly um in in this film because it's a very physical like action-packed kind of movie which action-packed and independent cinema and science fiction for that matter don't necessarily go hand in hand but this one sure does it's like a super trippy creepy dark movie and it's shot all around denver so it's like a denver kid it's Dang. like i know where that alley is i know exactly where they are wow and it's just absolutely phenomenal that's fun i gotta check that out yeah it's that's really cool. cool i think you can stream it pretty much anywhere but it's called ink and that is my pick tom what you got sweet well actually I'm, we got to go to troy first because i think mine is going to complement what what troy says so troy give us your uh, movie pick really quick yeah for sure so uh, there was actually only like two movies that came to mind off the top of the head uh, that I could think of that had kind of some connection or took place in Colorado. The first one was Dumb and Dumber because I know they, they, take, gonna... <laughs> they take a trip to Aspen to collect a briefcase that has money in it. I'm pretty sure everyone's seen that movie. So I had to go with something a little bit more of a quality serious movie. So I'm going to go with The Shining, a cult classic Um one of my favorites of all time. Still probably one of the scariest movies. I think it holds up with movies that come out today. Uh, scary movies that come out today. And the story is incredible. The, just the acting, everything. I, it's a, one of my favorites. So that's that's my shout out for, for Colorado movies. Uh, sorry to steal your, <laughs> that's steal your choice. <laughs> that's okay. The Shining. That have you seen the behind the scenes video where Jack Nicholson? He's got is the axe scene, and it's before the axe scene, and he's getting all fired up. Yep. And he's like chanting to himself oh and just going God. crazy. Yeah, getting in the imagine. zone, yeah. yeah. You need to get in the zone for that. Yep. Uh, well, one thing that I will say about Dumb and Dumber is that they actually, um, oh, my camera went dead. In Dumb and Dumber, they actually don't go to Aspen for the real filming. It's actually filmed at Park City in Utah. Okay. Really? Yeah. So that's one thing that you got to keep in mind. But that's they lame. do go to the the stanley hotel when they're at this the like owl benefit uh for that part of the movie so i thought that would compliment the shining because actually dumb and dumber is also filmed at the stanley hotel that's awesome oh, really? i had no idea yeah i didn't know that either yep that's where they feel it's like an owl benefit 
or something yep. where, where the he, owls are in the cages. I think somehow one of them ends up killing an owl or something. He like pops <laughs> a champagne cork into it or something. Yeah, like the, the snowy <laughs> owl benefit. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber is amazing. I haven't seen that in so long. I, I remember it fondly, but I have a, a feeling that's the movie I'll watch again and be like, dude, this is ridiculous. I can't handle it. Oh, Seriously. Not a big yeah. gross out guy. Also, there, shout out. Now we're thinking about mountain scenes. Um, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, that scene where Clark is driving, drives underneath that big logging truck. Mm-hmm. They shot that in between Silverthorne and Breckenridge, if you know that oh, wow. stretch, right along the blue there. That's kind of a classic yeah. color. Yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely. That's great. Which nice. is kind of, which is wild that they would come all the way out here for that one scene. But it was a pretty, pretty sweet stunt, you know, driving under a, a semi like that. That's yeah. not easy. Everyone's dreamed of doing it. <laughs> has. I don't know about me, but <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was trying to. Th- There's actually a, quite a few uh, Colorado movies. There was kind of the ones on the tip of the tongue. There's like What to Do in Denver When You're Dead, which is really kind of a fun gangster movie. What? Uh, have you ever seen that one? No, no. It's, it's pretty cool. I think that was kind of a smaller independent release. Um, but it, it's like kind of a uh, it's like a gangster comedy type movie. It's pretty good, but I felt like that one was a little bit too on the nose. I'm sure there's a lot of other movies here. Yeah, totally. That we're not mentioning. Very scenic For sure. state, Colorado. Absolutely. You should, there should be more of a, a Hollywood presence here, you know? I feel like, yeah. I know that the, um, the Western Slope gets a lot, like old Westerns are filmed there because that's yeah. where those um, like big rock pillars are. Totally. Like on the border of Utah and Colorado. So like every mm. old Western movie was filmed out there. Yeah. And uh, New Mexico, there's huge movie studios in New Mexico because they, they've made the tax incentives correct to like get Hollywood out there. And uh, Atlanta has done that, which I just think is cool. You mm. know, if you're going to give tax breaks to anybody, why don't you give it to the entertainment industry so we can get some stars out here? Yeah. It looks you like I mean? the, the Hateful Eight, I think it looks like was filmed in Colorado. That's a pretty, <laughs> pretty big movie. Yeah. Yeah, that was Tarantino. Yeah. At, at peak Tarantino. Yep. I didn't know there's a I'm just looking at movies from Colorado. There's a Jim Carrey movie called Copper Mountain. Oh, I saw that. I've never seen that movie. I saw the that on the list though. Jim Carrey and Alan Thick. It's about Copper Mountain? It's called Copper Mountain, so <laughs> <laughs> they got a super pipe? <laughs> Maybe, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, we, we could use some more star sightings here. I don't know. One of the more embarrassing things in uh, if there was anything embarrassing about the the Nuggets' amazing um, championship run last year, mm-hmm. it was when they were playing the Lakers, and so they go to play at LA, and like the the whole st- everyone <laughs> everyone's there. there, and then they come to Denver, and there's like who, there was like nobody. It's locals, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like Russell Wilson and Peyton Manning. Yeah. Like, man, don't we have any stars here? No. Everyone's going in LA, but not here. I know. That's for sure. I know. Which is weird. Why would they just fly out here? It's like what? It's like 90 minutes tops, and you probably could save several thousand dollars on tickets. Yeah. But even though Definitely. the tickets were still expensive, obviously, but like they don't care. They're not expensive as the LA ones. Yeah. Well, and actually, you know, Peyton Manning, Russell Wilson, that's those are good celebrities. But then they're like, and Eric Andre. You know, like Bro, yeah. What's <laughs> Come going on, on here? man. Colorado needs to get some better celebs for their 
for their games here, especially the finals. Come on. Yeah, and shout out to Eric Andre. He probably was a Lakers fan. He was just like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not paying ten thousand dollars a seat. Yeah, to call Sam. No, it was that much though. If you're getting courtside, those were like fifty grand. Yeah. Here. Oh, here they're fifty thousand. Yeah. God dang. For like the finals games, like the last couple, the last two. I went they to were a- expensive. A regular season Laker game at Staples Center, and the no, the furthest away nosebleed seats were like four hundred plus fees and tax. Jeez, yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, the Lakers control. are a proud franchise. That's why it felt so good taking them down so <laughs> easily. I mean, just yeah. mm. it was easy. God, man, I'm, it was big energy here that week. Right. Jokic <laughs> is the best player in the world. You can't can't mm-hmm. deny that. He's also the best guy in the world. You know, anyone that would win a championship and immediately afterwards be like, yeah, you know, it's a job. And if it, whatever you do, you don't like your job. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I'm trying to get out of here. What? You just won. He's I'm ready like, to uh, go home. So sick of basketball. <laughs> I want to go race ponies in a little cart. Yeah. And he did. And then did you see that? Like his pony won. He was so happy. Yeah. Yeah. I saw like, that. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, he's such a good dude. They even had um, what's his name? Flew out there. Oh God, what's the? He's the younger guy who's on who was on the final team. Was Gordon was yeah, it? Gordon. Yeah, that guy. Right after they won the game, he straight up like ran out of the out of Ball Arena and he was out in the streets. I was right over there on um on Market, and I didn't see him personally, but right where I was, saw the videos of him later on. Just. He ran out (laughs) in the crowd with the people in the riot. With his shirt off. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Those were amazing videos because it's like he's probably like two feet taller than everybody. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like all these people like mobbing around this giant man. Yeah. Just Uh, imagine how hyped you are. Like, dude, I just won. I just oh. won the NBA finals. Now I'm going to run out into the riot. And there's a thousand, everyone's going to love me. Yeah. There's a thousand people that love you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they just want to touch you. You're like, uh oh, this is probably a bad decision. I got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he was out there for long that night. But other nights of the finals, he'd be like, I, some of my friends were like, we saw him at Federales after game two. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. He seems like a straight up nice guy. Yeah. He's just trying to, he's trying to hang. Yeah, and talk about a guy who got in LeBron's head. Boy, he just owns LeBron. Mm. Ah, it feels so good. It just feels so. Troy, are you a Lakers fan? Uh, yeah. I appreciate you uh, sitting through this. Yeah, yeah. I, I know it was. I know you're paying very, very intimately. So, oh. I can't help but be a Jokic fan though, because he's yeah. just incredible. So, I'm, I'm rooting for him also. Cool. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. It's just it's just awesome because the dark period between of four or five months between football seasons is tough. But now we have the Nuggets. And, I mean, shout out to the Avalanche. I'm just not a bunch of a hockey guy. But the Nuggets, ah, so exciting. I had some, like, free bets on DraftKings around this time last year. Like the finals. Or not the finals, but playoffs. And... Um, I think I started with like $5 and then all I would do is just bet like Jokic overs for like four games in a row. And I withdrew like 600. Oh my God. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. That's insane. That's incredible. I would just parlay all the Jokic overs like Jokic rebounds, Jokic assists, Jokic points. And then that just, I got a couple good games in a row where Jokic just went off and it's easy nice. money. <laughs> 
So, but then obviously I kept betting that until the end of the the finals and they were not hitting towards the end. I think at some point they'll just be like, okay, you need to stop doing stuff so you can be good for the finals. (laughs) And then Jokic isn't doing like anything in the games. Yeah. But any, here's, this is not gambling advice or financial advice, but Jokic (laughs) game one of any series usually wants to like lay down the, the groundwork and just go and off. And he goes off. Yeah. Over on the points or the rebounds or something. All of them. Parlay all, all of them. them. <laughs> the DraftKings isn't legal in California. It's probably a good thing for me, uh, honestly. Yeah. yeah. You can you could fly out here, Troy to Denver, and get some bets in. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I just parlayed like the points, the assists. I the one that I really hit big, I did like the points, assists, rebounds, and blocks, and maybe steals too. Dang. But <laughs> and they went over on all of them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He had like the the like quadruple double that night where wow. it was just like a million points with the triple double. That is sick. The dude's so incredible. I mean, it really puts a spotlight on it too when you watch NFL because you know, in comparison, the NFL is a slow game. Mm-hmm. Those guys are working hard for about seven, eight seconds. The whistle blows, they gather themselves, take a deep breath. And Jokic is what? Like 285, 71 or something. He's like a gigantic man. You oh, know? yeah. And I had the three pointers in that parlay too. Nice. He was just like any random game, his line is always two three pointers. So if he gets two, then you're good. Dang. Yeah. Well, when he feels like it, he'll get just three in a, yeah, he'll get, in a minute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's so big. And he runs the court and he does it night after night after night. I see why he's, he sees it as a job. Mm-hmm. You know, in the NFL, those big guys, they run for seven seconds and they're pulling themselves out, getting oxygen on the sidelines. Yeah. <laughs> Got zero cardio. For real. Right. Oh. That's great. Well, it wouldn't be a Denver podcast if we didn't stand Jokic for a little bit, I guess. Yeah. God, I love that guy. <laughs> it really felt like I fell in love with his brothers this season, too. You know, yeah, where his right. brothers seem like possibly the two scariest people in Denver, probably. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, Without they're 6'6", six, six, at least. <laughs> Giant, mafia-looking dudes. <laughs> they're, they're like, drive. have you seen them around town? There's pictures every now and again that pop up. They're like in red Lambos and like... Because I, I saw Jokic driving with his girlfriend at the time. I think they're married now and got a little baby, but it was a couple years ago. And he was in a Ford Focus. She was driving. And then he was in passenger side of Ford Focus. I was like, my God, what's the size of that dude in that car? And we pull how, up and I'm how like, does he fit oh, my God, that's Nikola Jokic. <laughs> He's a very humble guy. Yeah. He is, you know, he keeps it like real base. But his brothers are flashy. They like to party. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's also got like a Ferrari that says Joker or something that people see driving around here. See, I think that's his brother's. Oh, really? Yeah. I think his brothers are just like banking on on his fame. And he's just like, whatever. I just want to go race my ponies. Oh, I see the the Lamborghini SUV with the Joker uh, license plate. Someone's like, is this him or his brother? I'm pretty sure they're his brother. (laughs) (laughs) They have number 15 gold gold. gold jewels and all that like they they know exactly what they're doing and mm-hmm. they appear to be on the team because yeah. immediately after the they game they're on whatever. the court yeah they're on the court <laughs> high five and all the the basketball players if there's any ever like a fight or a dispute they're down there like on the court yeah. all of a sudden like fighting the the players who was that the bucks i don't remember wasn't that the bucks and like the the whole team like showed up at the at the uh 
the Nuggets dr- dressing or a uh, uh, locker room after the game and like wanted to fight. Mm-hmm. Is that two thousand six? Yeah, the Knicks. Was it was Knicks? Yeah, yeah. Like they were like literally trying to fight for real. <laughs> no, I'll be like, dude, you guys are great athletes, but like those Jokic brothers. Are, you see these guys, dude? Don't, I wouldn't mess with those guys, man. Yeah, if I was seven foot tall, they look crazy. They look really scary, but also really nice. They're jubilant. <laughs> <laughs> jubilant. Jubilant boys. All right. Should we leave it there? Yeah. I think we're good. Cool. Thanks, Perfect. everybody. I, a big thank you on behalf of Olivia um, and for, for all of us. I'm going to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Kitcaster. Kitcaster books your podcast interviews. Specifically, they work with funded startup founders, entrepreneurs with exits, and C-suite executives to book you on the world's top podcasts. If you're thinking to yourself, I really want to get on a podcast, but it's too much work to put a podcast together. If this podcast is any any indication, that's true. It takes a lot (laughs) to make all this stuff come together. So, uh, Kitcaster is here to take away that pain point and put you on other people's podcasts so you can have fun with these conversations and you can promote whatever whatever it is that you want to promote on podcasts, which oftentimes uh, for Kitcaster clients is their business. So check them out, kitcaster.com forward slash application. You can fill an application and see if it's a good choice for you. Shout out to Kitcaster, kitcaster.com. You can find this podcast at kitcaster.com forward slash Denver and subscribe there on Apple, on YouTube, and on Spotify. Um, That's a wrap. That's it. Cool. Bye, everybody. See you all next Tuesday.